Hello, everyone, and welcome to HP After Dark. I'm Ben, and with me here is the most astonishing, most glorious ginger I've ever met, Brandon Duncan. Hello. And also the man who has lost more files from the HP podcast than anyone else in the room, Dustin Furman. Damn, getting roasted. Getting roasted right <laughs> off the right bat. Right off the bat. I probably deserve it for this one, so. This is one him. of only a couple times that's ever happened to us. Yeah. You know, it's funny because you and I, you know, we, we've both edited audio professionally uh, or edited things in general professionally. And I can't think of another time where I've ever just straight up lost a file. And I don't know that you have either. But this show, for whatever reason, you and I, like we're doing six other shows a week. And this show, b between like the last six weeks, I think four times either you or I have messed it up. Mm, right. One, one way or the other. Well, I mean, some of them were HP. Right. But they've yeah. always been salvageable. Right, right, right. Uh, but for whatever reason, man, it just it's the curse of the the after dark, the hobby. Right. Well, <laughs> to be to be fair, for the for our other shows that are more uh, professional, because mm -hmm. you know, I mean, this show is professional, yeah. but not quite in the same way. We have like systems of backups right. where this doesn't have that. So but I never had to fall back on them. I didn't, I didn't know if you had, but right, yeah. Either way, we're sorry. This episode is getting to you late. If you're a patron. It's coming to you early, baby. Oh, yeah. But uh, we did miss a few, or uh, we missed an episode. We recorded it. We had it ready to go. It got missed. It got messed up. It happens. You know, things like that happen. But we appreciate you guys sticking around. It is candy, candy corn season up in this bitch. Mm. And I think we should start off the show where we talk. Th this show's about nothing, in case you didn't know. But we should start off the show talking about... Our love for candy corn. Brandon, yeah, certainly. you like candy corn? I do. Okay, good, because you'd I have do. to leave if you didn't. No, no, I do. I, it has a very special place in my heart. It isn't something that I would imagine eating all year, um, but certainly at the right time of year, mm -hmm. um, I could partake in a candy corn or two. Um, I will say something that comes... What, what constitutes a candy corn? Is that just one piece of corn? A single kernel of candy corn. That's it. Maybe a handful. Okay. I don't know. All right. Um... But uh, not to be confused with the pumpkins, which are not nearly the same. I think they're great. Just are the pumpkins? I've always been confused about this. I thought the pumpkins were just bigger candy corn. Mm -hmm. That's what I thought, too. Do they hit different? But aren't they like chocolate, though? They not, can be. Not always. Not or, always. Or caramel. Or caramel. But okay. not, yeah. I mean, there's this there's this undertone right now on the Internet of candy corn pumpkin can, or candy pumpkin, whatever they are candy corn flavored pumpkins going around of disparaging them. And I just won't stand for it. I'm not saying they're bad, but I'm saying the original, the, the single kernel is the perfect deliverance of sugar into the mouth in one bite. Understood. Yes. And, so, and the, the fat ass, the fat donk of the pumpkin uh, can kind of get lost in the sauce in your mouth sometimes. And it's just, too it's much. just more of a good thing though. See, I've seen the pumpkins, and I believe this is an official term that they're labeled as mellow cream, which is ironic because that actually was also my stripper name in college. <laughs> right. Was mellow cream. Mellow cream. Damn, <laughs> <Nam>, dude. <laughs> but yeah. Now, things in the, the world of candy corn have gone off the rails recently. Yeah. Because I'm not vibing with all that either. There's the official. So, this brand that we have here, which is the most uh, notorious brand, is it Brock's? 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 I don't know. They now have like this weird turkey dinner yeah. variety that's like it's it says like turkey, apple pie and coffee or and there's different pieces within. 
And don't bastardize the goodness, you know? I'd try it. I'd try it. But, but it's, it's not, not candy canon. corn. It's not canon. That's it's right. not canon candy it's corn. Like, <laughs> it's candy corn legends is what Damn, we'll call dude. it. Right. Yeah. I just don't know why you got to mess with something good. It's like those fucking snot flavored jelly beans. Oh, man. Do y'all ever like those? No. I can't stand They're it. They're snot flavored. Well, dude. Well, I get it, but I don't want to bite into a delicious sweet treat and have turkey flavor all up in my grill. Right. I mean, I don't know. I have to be in the mood for turkey candy. You Dude, know what I mean? See, some of these companies, though, they do these gag products just to... Just to because they know that pe- some idiot like me will go and buy them. Sure. And when, when I was in youth group many years ago now, there was a Jones Soda uh, Thanksgiving sampler pack. And one of the sodas, the pops that I had to drink for this youth group game was turkey and gravy. Oh, it was, Why? and it, dude, it tasted accurate. Wow. It tasted like turkey and gravy only in the form of a sugary drink. Hmm. It was, it was terrible. It sounds terrible about that. that who knew it was carbonated? Yeah, it was carbonated. Ugh, that's even worse. Yeah. I feel like I would want it to be flat. There were good ones too, though. There was like a cranberry flavor that's supposed to be like cranberry sauce or. I mean, I've seen like hot wing soda where it's just like, it tastes like hot I wings saw that. and stuff. Yeah. You know, I just. I can't, I'm not a, that much of a glutton for punishment. I know my limits and I'd rather not feel sick. Mm. Um, I can't do it. I just can't. Speaking of something, I'm going to have to divert this conversation. But it's very important. It's brought up. It's fine because by the time this comes out for free feeds, the candy corn season shouldn't be over, but it will be. And you're a proponent of that and I hate you for it, but let's move on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, here's, here's the important topic to bring up. So recently... The three of us went to uh, Monroeville yeah. for the Pittsburgh Gaming Convention. Yeah. We had a good time. We went to the Monroeville Mall, which was right across the street, to check out the Living Dead Museum. While we were there, Brandon made the, the decision to finally buy an anime titty shirt. Right. Sure. Big sure. decision right. for you, which yeah. we can get into. <laughs> and he's not wearing it right now, which is a little bit bothersome. Yeah. It yeah. was clean. It was in the laundry, though. I got. I have to rep the brand. I got the HP shirt okay, on yeah. today. Fair you know enough. What I mean, I, I must trust it and rep it. Right. So now, on Facebook or Instagram, I get a lot of ads for uh, anime. Not not necessarily the anime. Not usually the titty shirts, but okay. they're just anime shirts. Yeah, Dustin. But your cookies, though. The your cookies. Co- yeah. Yeah. All of your all of your saved internet data is Uh-oh. just. Just tons of it's anime. It's feeding me. It knows it's like you want it the anime titty shirt. It knows what you want, Dustin. Right. Well, this one in particular, there was like some Evangelion stuff, which was cool or whatever. And I found this all over print shirt mm-hmm. that was covered in anime girls that were just absolutely covered in cum. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I sent this to Brandon. And I, I, I don't think I even left a comment. <laughs> I just sent it to him. And Brandon said, nah, a man knows his limits. <laughs> right. And I said, Brandon, you're a coward. Yeah. Because you talked a big game. You got the, which to be fair, the shirt that you got, the anime titty yes. shirt you got went above and beyond. Yeah. The woman on the shirt is pleasuring herself. Certainly. And there is a. There's a little bit of fluid. A little fluid. Yeah. In that. It's, it is pretty extreme. That, to be determined. That I was mean, the only know. part of that shirt that bothered me. Like actually viscerally yeah. kind of. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes you got to go for the gold, though. You know? <laughs> I and uh, I just feel like what you're describing, this, you know, it, 
if you've seen the stereotypical anime shirt on the internet, I feel like it kind of is a meme, the specific one you sent me, because you can get entire jumpsuits. Like, how, you could be head to toe in the print you sent me. Wow. Right. It's like called in, like, Ahiago face or head, something like head that. Head to toe in something. Hold on, I'm gonna, I'll bring up the receipt. Yeah. So I bought it. The receipt, <laughs> the actual receipt. <laughs> but no, man, I just... Opening on knows his limits, and just, like... Very, very similar to the phenomenon of the ugly sweater or the Hawaiian shirt. Right. Uh, this this somehow falls into the same category. And the goal is to not be as hideous and disturbing and sexual as I possibly can be. I must like the clothing I'm wearing. Right, right. Um, so people will just send me sometimes, or they used to, just the, the most hideous Hawaiian shirt I've ever seen. And I said, well, that's great, but I still don't like it. Right. So... That's kind of where the line is for me. Call me a coward. Call me what you will. Um, but I am myself. And that's all that matters. Wow. <laughs> so for the listeners out there that are looking to purchase this tea that, which is called Neo Ahiago. Dude, dude that's what I was just trying to describe. It's yeah. Like, it's like that face where you're like gagging and crossing your eyes. It's like a like an yes. internet thing. I, I, I know what you speak of, but I never have of heard a name. You, okay, all, put all to right, it. All right, all, sure, sure, so sure, sure, sure. This is, this shirt's available on a website called Vapor Ninety Five, which actually this website's for the most part it's not anime stuff. It's like uh, vaporwave. Oh, okay. Like type clothing vibes. Yeah. It's pretty. It's a pretty cool website. Pretty cool. Yeah, but. Wow. Yeah, Brayden. Brayden wasn't. He's not strong enough I'm to not. wear the wear the shirt. That's fine. That's right. Um, now, has your anime titty shirt have an outing yet? No. No, it's not been not worn yet. yet. It's uh, it's more of a special occasion. I have a couple shirts a that are that are more shirt. of a special occasion type thing. I'm not talking about suit and tie. I'm not talking about you know sure. fancy cologne. I'm talking about uh, the shirt must meet the situation. Sure. Um, and I will know. At the time of putting on the shirt that I put it on at the right time. Um, and uh, I'm just going to keep everyone waiting until then, I think. Kid's it's, birthday party. Yeah, yeah, you know, funeral, I told my girlfriend. Yeah. And anything like that, church, Why you not? name it. Yeah. Um, but, uh... No, here's the thing I was wondering. Like, you wear some shirts that you wore, like, in high school, 10 years ago, correct. right? Yeah. Uh, maybe even longer. Yeah. Do you see yourself wearing this anime shirt in another, another 10 years? <sighs> I feel like part of me bought it for 10 years from now because I thought it was, it's kind of funny. I mean, what's what's another $24 on top of everything else I spend? And so at some point, a smile from me at any point is worth $24. Okay, fair um, enough. And looking at the closet, looking at that shirt definitely will make me smile for one reason or another. I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, that's that's up to Yins to decide. So Now, this has become an interview with a ginger. Sure. Uh Lauren, your girlfriend. Yes. How did she feel about the shirt? Well, you know, the preliminary searching of the shirt under was like initiated with her. Okay. Like the first round, so to speak, of shirts was viewed with her. Nothing really stood out to me. I think Dustin really pushed me over the edge. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Helped me. He kind of sherped me through this entire decision with his vast anime knowledge. Sure. Right. And I right. think that that kind of helped me know that I was making the right choice. Right. Uh, <laughs> Although I'm questioning his judgment with the last shirt, but, uh, you know, we got one out of two, so I'll take it. Well, here's what I, this is the actual conversation. I'm not making this up. <laughs> wait, for the pod. wait, did you just dodge the question though? How, how did, did I, you, when you brought the shirt home and showed it to her? When I brought the home? Yeah. She was just like, okay. Okay. 
right. she she knew I was going to buy one. And I told her, I said, I might not buy one today, but I've been looking at these this specific group of shirts gotcha. for some time. And then I resubmitted the poll to a different friend, Dustin, mm-hmm. and we came to a conclusion. It was like a it was like a, a whole process. It's actually. like mutually assured. Destruction. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, so. But so what I was going to say was that when when we went into the, the Spencers yes. uh-huh. to to identify which shirt. Sure. Something I said was, I, you know, Brandon, there's a lot of options here yeah. to choose from. Sure. And it depends on what you're looking for. Oh, yeah. And I said, you know, we, we talked about a couple options like this one is the most aesthetically pleasing. It doesn't have the most titular action yeah. to it. And what I said about the shirt you bought, as I said, clearly this one is the most explicit that they have to offer here. Yep. And you said, yes, that is exactly what I'm looking for. Right. Right. Those words just sealed the deal for me, I guess. I'm not even joking. That's You were like, that's what I'm looking Dustin, for. Dustin, <laughs> honestly, you might want to get into the market of these shirts specifically because the way you sold it to me was fantastic. Mm. Um, you have I, to know your buyer. And though. I buy again. Yeah. Um, for the right shirt. See, I don't have... Any the the closest thing I have to the anime like girl shirt mm-hmm. I have two, I have my Uzumaki shirt, mm-hmm. which actually I have two versions of that because the one's kind of crappy, and then I have one of Catherine with oh, a K. Yes. That one's very nice. That one's a little tight on me now. Yeah, little little duddy's chonked up a bit, but I can still pull it off yeah. here and there when yeah, I'm feeling confident. Yeah, it's a nice purple. I like that one. But other than that, though. But no, I um. One of my favorite things about the shirt, honestly, is that it's indescript anime girl. Right. Um, I can't. It, you know, it's not pointing to like a series or right, something. Right. Yeah. And I think that's what's beautiful about it is I don't have to know any series to know what I like. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Just in general, all anime girls have a place in my heart. Okay. And that and that and that's just it. The okay one. I don't want to uh, you know beat this point to. To a Paul Pierre. Dude, beat but it. Beat it as I hard do, as you can. I was thinking about this. raw. I was, dis- <laughs> I was discussing this whole interaction sure. with Holly. Sure. And I said, what's interesting about this is that Brandon does not really care for anime. Not an anime hater. No. no there no, is no, anime no. that you enjoy. 100%. Like, you watched all of Death Note. Yes. And you like that. You watched Your Name. You like that. Sword Art Online. Sword Art. Oh, yep. Bad anime fan. That's a, you know that's a thing oh, that really? like that anime true like the the real anime fans oh. hate Sword Art Online. A little bit of Konosuba, you know. I did my oh, toes. Oh, dude, Konosuba. I did, I did my toes. Okay, okay. I, so, but I, yeah, okay. So maybe it, it makes now that I'm laying out. Back up, Provenant. Why do people not like Sword Art Online? Uh, it's too normy. It's too normy oh, okay. and it's too basic, and there's. <sighs> It gets like real bad real quick, and it also has a lot of weird incest stuff. Oh, oh. okay, yeah, I didn't make it to that. <laughs> yeah, well, happens what is, to the best anime. It happens right? <laughs> to the best anime is some some light incest is uh, uh, uh may have committed a light bit of treason. Light, <laughs> yeah, you know. But now that I'm laying out your your anime history, I feel yeah. like it makes makes some sense. There was like you could see the direct progression of. Uh, you know, my train of thought up until the point of me buying this shirt, like it's mm. it's coming together in your head, the spider web of my mind. Uh, and it is kind of scary in there. So be careful. Yeah, that's Dustin you used a word a few minutes ago that in the context and because we all use it in, in a certain way, we knew what you meant. And that word is titular. Titular. But, but titular is an actual real word that doesn't mean what you said it to mean, which I'm good with. Like, again, we use words and we like make them mean other things. And it becomes that. 
But I wonder if you like use the word titular around someone who wasn't familiar with our genre of speaking. It's if they entirely would be totally possible. confused on what you were saying. And that's yeah. okay. And to those people, I would say good day. Right. Yeah. But there are a lot of other words. Like we've talked before about how like we say something goofy and then it becomes that. Like Pepsi. We've talked maybe we've even talked about that on this show. Yeah, the Bepis. For whatever reason, you know the reason, but Pepsi is now Bepis to us, right? Mm-hmm. Right. If you said Bepis to somebody else, they'd look at you like you had a third eye. Right. It's kind of funny. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think there's something to be said for the idea of doing something ironically or in good fun for long enough that it becomes a part of you. Right. Um, you know, I used to not like we out here and I've probably been saying it for years at this point. Oh yeah. We used to say um, we out here to, to mock people who said we out here. Yeah. Yeah. Like ironically. Yeah. Um, but now we actually are out here. And mm-hmm. so <laughs> I don't know what else to say than we out here. Um, wow. It's just interesting how that works. It really is. We live in a, a time of a society <laughs> memes. We live in a society and uh, damn. It's funny though because like memes. So there's, there's a long, there's a long history of memes that doesn't even go back that far, but memes used to mean like something that was iterated upon time and time again. And now we've started even calling like, a wall, of, uh, like a, a black square with words on it, a meme. Yeah. And that's not a meme, but it is a meme because a meme meme, the very word meme is meant to mean things can morph and change. Yeah. But now we've entered into a, a no, and then we've got uh, video memes and things that are very much like uh, associated with trolling and stuff like that that are meme and And maybe we're entering into a world with uh, verbal memes as well. Yeah. You know, I recently watched a video on YouTube that was about Gen Z mm. humor, yeah. which I feel like I already kind of got the the shtick, but I was just curious about what this guy's case was. And it's interesting because I think Brandon and I are considered geriatric, no, not geriatric millennials, because that would be an old millennial. Young. We're like on the very young end to the point where... I think I'm a geriatric millennial. You're a, yeah. 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 You, you would be a geriatric millennial and Brandon and I are like the baby. Yeah. Baby, where, to, baby to middle age, maybe. Right. Yeah. So when, when they were explaining a lot of the Gen Z humor, I was like, I get it. Like right. I'm, I consider a lot of this part of your repertoire, my repertoire of stuff I find yeah. funny, but some of it surprised me on how like a lot of millennial, maybe, maybe not millennial, but just stuff that I find funny is like the super absurd, weird, doesn't yes. make sense. Of course. The Gen Z stuff though, sometimes can take it very far that it's like oh, dude. at this point uh something is uncool or unfunny like a rage comic meme mm-hmm. or something so because it is lame and not funny it becomes funny once again yeah, when dude. used ironically it's like the cycle right it's really interesting the way that works there's like what's it like post humor where like there's entire subreddits that are just like not interesting is the right. subreddit, but yeah. it's things that are just not interesting at all. And I find it hilarious that like bit of absurdness. And then you can creep into things like deep fried memes that are just like beyond the realm of conception and make no sense. Um, yeah, it's really funny how things have kind of progressed. Dustin sent me a meme that he made back in fucking 2012 maybe yeah uh, the other day and just like even looking at it like it to 
scroll through Reddit on any given day and look at any given meme um, is vastly different than anything that was made in 2012. Um, and that's really easy to see right away. Because some of the absurd humor that I think that is appealing, like, for example, the stonks guy. Yes. It's funny because it's like this weird, generic looking guy in the words stocks stonks. misspelled yeah. to stonks. Right. So you can see the humor that it is making a silly version of stocks. Yeah. But some of this could be like a picture of a bicycle with the word egg. And then that's that's what's <laughs> that's funny it. about it. I see a lot of you know, newer meme trends that are like, here's just a sentence that doesn't make any sense. And it's funny. And I'm like, but it, it's why is it funny? Sometimes I even laugh. You got to be in the end, Ben. But the words don't even go together. Yeah. You know, and, and they're, they're not related to anything. And like, I feel like I know my meme yeah. pretty well. Yeah. And there's no apparent, but they're huge. They trend. Yeah. Have I ever talked to you guys about like the concept of memes just like completely diverging from the original format like ones that are like two or three layers deep of irony oh yeah that if you hadn't viewed the original source material as it's progressed meme after meme and you're exactly right dustin i mean there is this like recycling almost where like it's funny because it's not funny type right. thing and then it just keeps getting distorted more and more and heaven forbid you add some sort of diarrhea noise, because that seems to be something oh, that is hot yes. right now. Um, but Have yeah. you ever listened to the show, the podcast Reply All? No. It's a show entirely about the internet. And sometimes it's like really interesting, deep stuff that actually matters and like is important. And other times they have this segment, this this uh, these episodes called Yes, Yes, No. Okay. And they take, basically, they'll bring a guest on and... The guest goes and finds a tweet that they don't understand. Okay. And usually these tweets are like, you know, with someone with, with nine followers and the the tweet may have like no likes at all, but they like go and find it and try to figure out what it means. Yeah. And the, the reason it's called yes, yes, no is because two of the people know what it is or know parts of it. They don't necessarily know what it is. And the one person's a no, but then they go and dissect and it's usually like three and four and five and six layers deep to figure out. And a lot of times what it is, it's, it's like three different memes put together to mean something entirely different. Right. It's really fascinating. Actually. I know it's crazy how like that evolution of the meme. It's just yeah. interesting. I was looking back, Holly brought this up. You can see like, popular uh slang from different like what was the popular slang of the year like 1983 yeah. or whatever and i was thinking like what is the popular slang of this year or a word mm. like i would say last is it year based was, was cap cap ba based is almost last year old. was cap dude i didn't hear about based until this year really mm. dude yeah yep. huh. it was around what I don't understand is see like, this, the, things move so fast. It, it might have been this year for me too, but it feels old by this. So point. like, I have a relative understanding of based. Yeah. Um, I don't think unless you are based, you can really understand what based means. Doesn't that make me the most based? Maybe. I don't know, man. What what does? I know what it means, but like Chad, Chad used to be a derogatory term, and now I feel like it's a good thing to be a Chad. It depends on what kind of Chad. That's the depends thing. Depends on the context. Yeah, like literally, <laughs> this is so not like nonsensical trying to talk about it 
and describe it in my head because memes, unless you're literally looking at them, are just quite impossible. How are to we describe. so young and so old at the same time? I don't know. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. Okay. okay anyway, sorry. Yet. Yeah. This is interesting. Like I'm looking at this one. Uh, 1955 is when they introduced cool. Really? Cool has stuck around. Cool, cool has, cool has around. never been uncool to say cool. Yeah, cool has always been cool. Do you ever hear an like a, an older person say cool, but they put a little extra emphasis? I'm like, that's really cool. And you're like, eh, take it easy. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes mm-hmm. it can be not, not very not quite very, right. Not very cash sometimes money. it's not very cool. Yeah, not very cash money. Now it, and have you ever thought about how much things like memes and videos have infiltrated the things you say every day? Oh, absolutely. And like, imagine if there was some alternate reality where you could remove every single one of those from your vocabulary, even for like a day, right? And think of how little you might have to say. My wife and I I don't are, even think about it. Yeah. I don't even reference the originals. Like, it doesn't even happen in my mind. It's, it's, it's so separated from my reality. Right. It's now just something I say. Kind of like we out here. It's just gone. I'm very like... I think all three of us are pretty entrenched in like internet culture and Twitter and, and Twitch and like just understand the current trends and everything. My wife has no interest in any of those things. Like yeah. she, she doesn't, we don't fly in the same circles basically is what I'm saying. And sometimes I'll say something and she's like, what? <laughs> like, oh yeah, <laughs> that's an internet thing that nobody who's, who's not like, I mean, she's on the internet, but like in a very different circles. I'm like somebody who's not in the circles right. would understand. Like it's, I'm literally speaking a different language to her. Dude, that's so cringe, Ben. Yeah. Just <laughs> Damn. That one might be two years ago. Yeah, now. seriously. Cringe. Cringe also took on a different thing. Like, used to cringe was like, you know, almost like if you watched The Office back in the day, and it was it was new and groundbreaking. But it was kind of cringy because you were cringing when you were watching it because it was a little bit uncomfortable. I just think the internet... But now cringe means something entirely different. Well, I think the Awkward. reason for that, though, Ben, is because... The internet has made this amazing database of every strange person, essentially in the planet, just just everyone. Yeah. And we've reached new levels of cringe that the office never thought possible. And I it's think, called Twitter. I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. All of Twitter, the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Blue checks included. It's it's mostly made up of cringe. Yeah. yeah. TikTok is great for cringe. Yeah. Oh yeah, I. I love when I'm when I'm scrolling through TikTok and I roll across a video that has like, you know, it's very obviously it, it's got like six plays and no likes on it. And a lot of times I would just like skip past that if there were any other service. But on TikTok, I'm like, no, I have to stick around for this because there is a reason. Yeah. It's showing it to me it it's because it's brand new. There's no nothing yeah. else there. Like it's showing it to yeah. me because it's terrible. Yeah. And I need to see it. That also like brings up a point. I am like... I wouldn't say a connoisseur of cringe, but I thrive in the cringe. Um, I enjoy it. It uh, brings me great joy. And I've thought a couple times viewing things that I know weren't meant to be cringy, and that makes them ever the more cringier. Mm-hmm. And wondered if I'm a little bit mean spirited, but at the end of the day, I don't care. Do you guys um, feel like cringe humor in the mainstream became a little bit too prevalent around the office? In the wake of it, yeah. Yeah. Like, well, no, I don't know, though, because entire shows of literally cringe humor do really well now. Like, literally mainstream Viacom type shit, like the Eric Andre show. Literally the entire thing 
They're making I, money. They're still running every season. To me, there's there's two types of cringe, though. There's this is real people and it's cringy because it's real people reacting authentic, or whatever. Yeah. Authentic. And then there's like written to be cringe like yeah, the office that. Yeah, the written stuff just doesn't hit. And I love when something is so believable that I can't tell. Right. Um, that's when it hits the sweet spot. The perfect form of modern day cringe, though, is I think you should leave. Yes. There's a lot of cringe in that show. Cringe doesn't even sound like a real word now that we've said it so much. Yeah. But there's a lot of stuff in that show that's just like totally unbelievable and but also totally perfect. Right. Dude. <laughs> The the season two of that show is so good. Have you watched season two? I've only watched part of it. Yeah, I need to rewatch it because it's so... I feel like it's definitely high strangeness a lot more than the first season. Like, it kind of takes everything and just, like, injects it with Mountain Dew. Right. And uh, I need to give it another go because I feel like you can't fully experience the hilarity of something that strange the first time. It's something you kind of need to sit with. And that's what a lot of humor ends up being with me is sometimes it isn't even as funny the first time around. Brandon, are you watching Squid Game? No, and I'm so fucking tired of hearing about it. Yeah. I, I don't. I'm so fucking tired of hearing <laughs> about they, it. I'm so I tired of seeing about it. Seen Brandon's face right there because it was there was just like a, shut the you, fuck up about Squid Game. <laughs> shut the fuck up. You got goddamn playstation symbols on your fucking face i don't care there's a big robot that kills you i get it it's like, good not great i would say okay F- fair but enough. i think you would actually like it i'm willing to try it at some point when something is just literally everywhere on every form of media that i consume at once it just kind of bothers me a little bit i just don't like seeing it that much i want to seek it out if i want H- how long has squid game been around a couple weeks yeah okay not i feel long. like the first time i really heard about it was like maybe a week ago and i haven't not heard about it any moment since yeah and i still don't even know what it is so i need to actually invest yeah look it's not gonna dude it's gonna be every halloween costume oh yeah people gonna be the playstation symbols yeah dudes which is actually cool if you're a playstation though the thing about netflix right now which is interesting is that a lot of people are saying midnight mass is a better show that is getting overlooked because of squid game oh, really? which i'm gonna watch midnight mass too but i was saving that for closer to halloween spooky season. spooky time Ooh. speaking of spooky season i watched sleepy hollow oh for the first time yesterday yesterday so that's great that was kevin's pick most likely for movie night, no right? it actually wasn't really yeah yeah was, he's the only person i've ever heard talk about yeah. that movie religiously yeah no he i think he watches it every year but what a great pick. I'm really excited. It's spooky season. It is upon us. Yeah. Um, I've been indulging in some older horror movies and just being both intrigued by the set pieces and the time pieces and just getting a peek into the 80s every single time I watch one of these movies. But they're just not very good. Right. <laughs> they're just they're they're not as entertaining. Um, I wish some part of my brain could turn off. And I, And I was talking to my girlfriend about this, about like how... Before the internet, right? You would just have to imagine the idea of someone chasing you through the woods. Mm-hmm. Imagine how terrifying if you had no... Apparently we had different childhoods. But visual yeah. representation of what that might look like. And then you watch Friday the 13th. 
and suddenly there's a strange person chasing someone through the woods. I'm sure that was terrifying, but as someone who can watch a leg get chopped off on the internet, it's not really a shock value to me anymore, which mm. is fine. And that's probably the way it should be. Um, but it's just been really cool going back. Um, I actually had no idea. It was my first time watching Friday the 13th that Jason doesn't really become Jason mm -hmm. as we know it for a couple movies, which seems kind of weird to me. Um, but a lot of a lot of fun. Friday the 13th, I like a lot better than... Or Nightmare on Elm Street, I like a lot better than the Friday the 13th. Mm. At, at, least, at least out the gate. Out the I, gate. I have not been much of a horror fan and, and this comes from the dumb part of my brain that's very practical uh that because i always thought that like horror movies are supposed to scare you and they don't scare me so therefore they're bad right and my ex-girlfriend loved horror movies and would always want to watch them my wife loves horror movies and wants to watch them and it wasn't until i was talking to our buddy jimmy and he was like okay Stop thinking that they have to scare you and start just enjoying them like a normal, like another movie. Like, yeah. like think of them in a different genre then. And now I'm like back into horror mode and I've watched a lot of horror movies yeah. and just not really thoroughly enjoyed a lot of them. Uh, and probably about the last week I've been on a little bit of a horror binge, just watching a ton of horror stuff. And I'm like looking at it through this new lens, especially the older ones, right? The yeah. ones that aren't trying to scare you with demons. Right. Uh, because demons actually kind of do scare me because who, who knows what's out there. <laughs> sure. But like, you know, a serial killer slashing people at night doesn't yeah. really bother me all that much because, yeah, it could happen, but, yeah, sure. you know, whatever. Yeah. They're not going to, if you shoot them in the face, they're not going to resurrect like they do in the movies. Amen. But anyway, so I've just been like, seeing horror certain a certain genre of horror specifically like more gory horror in a totally different way now and yeah. it's it's a lot of fun i will tell you something that left my left my mind until now um i've watched the lighthouse have you guys watched that should i i every time people either love this movie or hate it i've heard people that are like yeah i fell asleep during the lighthouse yeah <sighs> but knowing the movies you've watched dustin I'll probably movies like it. you like, yeah, you will make it through it. Trust me. Uh, can you just what is the lighthouse? I feel like I've seen it. But it it's it's a black and white movie with William Defoe and um, Robert, Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's not the one um, I was thinking. I was thinking of what's the one with, it has to um, do with lighthouse keepers with Hugh Jackman. Ooh, it's not the lighthouse. Something. Um, anyway, I thought that's the one I was thinking of when you oh, said. Oh, the one that Amazon put out. I don't know what you're talking. No, about. it was like ten years ago, probably. Anyway. But um, no, dude, the lighthouse was a fucking like fever dream is the best yeah. way i'd describe it um it blends like a lot of beautiful cinematography with an interesting format because the entire movie is in a smaller format i don't mm. know i don't know what format it Four is by three is smaller. it square yes yeah okay it's smaller it's in black and white and it and it's set in a very old time okay and so the speaking and everything about it is old but man, just like Fever Dream slash Acid Trip would be the best way for me to describe it. Okay. I like Acid Trip. Very movie. strange. High, high, high strangeness in this movie. I would see why people would be upset by the ending, but I feel like a movie that leaves you with more questions sometimes can be more interesting. Mm. Um, and kind of left it up to interpretation a little bit. I'm going to leave you with that nugget. I'm not going to go much more into detail about it, but would recommend with a preface wouldn't recommend it to most people right um but a mixture of like beautiful shots mixed with awesome just like writing i guess just the way they speak is just very interesting and yeah i don't know 
a couple of the de- the decisions and the lighting. It, it was really cool. Definitely very strange. I would recommend it, Dustin, for sure. But it is kind of long. It, I think it's about a little over two hours, maybe around two bad. hours. But it will be slow at points. It definitely. I'm will. okay with slow. But it is beautiful. So would definitely check it out. Um, maybe one of my favorite William, William Defoe movies. Honestly, I think he did great. So, dude. Oh, good. I was going to say, have you ever accidentally uh, spoiled a movie for somebody? I actually just started watching movies, like, okay. extensively, probably like a year and a half ago, maybe right. two years, before I was like a very passive moviegoer. So, no. The, uh, the, the, la- the first and last time I can ever remember doing it, and it was a complete accident. I had watched, I don't even remember what the movie was called. I remember Billy Bob Thornton was in it, but that's all I remember. And I had watched it. And thought it was really good. And like, because I had a twist in it and everything and told my mom and dad, we needed to, to watch it. And my dad and I are similar in this way where like, it's really hard for a movie to have a good twist that, yeah. uh, that really, you know, actually gets us. Right. And th- th- I mean, yeah, there's, there's plenty out there, but so many movies just have such poor writing that it's easy for anyone to see through it. If you're looking for it. Right. And, I was like, we got we got to see this. We got to rent it or something. I had seen it at a friend's house. So we went to Blockbuster, Family Video, or whatever it was. I was probably like 14, 15, somewhere in there. And we were like on the way back home. And I was talking about how much, why I thought they'd like it. And I said something about, um, I, I don't remember what it is, so it's impossible to spoil. But like, I said something like, oh, yeah, it's really cool how they fake their deaths and this and that. <laughs> and my, I remember my dad, like neither one of them said anything. And my dad just like pulled over somewhere, turned the car around, went back. I was like, what are we doing? He's like, we're going to get a different movie. I said, why? He goes, because you just spoiled it. You just told the end. I was like, oh, oops. (laughs) Like, and that's ever since that I've been like hypersensitive about spoiling movies for people on accident. I think that being on the podcast has helped that a little bit. Just yeah. Always got to withhold a little bit. Right. You're good at that. Withholding. I watched a pretty new, exciting movie while I was in Virginia with my parents called the matrix revolutions. Oh dude. I've is it out? No, that's oh wait, wait that's, that's uh, the old one. Resurrected. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Is no, it, this is the third Matrix. Is that the movie. third one? Yeah. And what do you think? How Have long you never seen it been? before? Oh, I've seen it. Oh, okay. It's been how long? It probably maybe a decade right. since I've seen it. Probably. It kind of goes downhill a little bit. I've it? watched the first one dozens of times. The second one half a dozen times, and the third one I watched in the theater. And I. I'm not somebody who hated those the second two movies. I like them. Right. I just never felt the need to revisit them. So we rewatched all three over the past six to eight months. Like when we've seen them, we well, one of the times we watched Matrix and Matrix Reloaded, like within two or three nights. And then it's been a few months now since we finished it. Matrix Reloaded is not great for sure. That's the weak point of the series. Third one is better in a lot of ways, but still has a lot of problems so one example that i don't not example this has been bothering me since i watched it and i'm curious what you guys think and anyone who's listening please let me know in the discord if there's some plot point that i'm missing so have you seen this movie brandon once okay so a, a big part of the movie is that the machines are coming to zion mm-hmm. to kill all of the humans right and so that's what, like the huge fight in that huge like cylinder area, in the right? in the like docking bay. Yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. the they're they're hold, they're trying to keep them. If they can hold that, then they may be able to hold Zion or whatever. Right. But there's also the two ships 
And one of them is trying to get back in time uh, during the attack so they can use their EMP to take out all of the machines that are attacking at that moment. Right. So there's this big thing where they're going through the maintenance quarters and they're like flying, you know, Jada Plinkett Smith is like flying all over the place, whatever. They get in, they use the EMP, but it's it's like they they held off the attack, but they really it was a kind of a hollow victory. Right. So anyway, the point is Zion has like all these dudes in mech suits defending the place. They've got all these bullets. They got rocket launchers, all this shit. You know what they don't have at Zion? What? An EMP. Yeah. For some reason, all of the ships that they send out are <laughs> equipped with EMPs. They don't keep one at home. Right. Which I'm like. Maybe that would be useful if there's like 20,000 little drone robots trying to attack you. Just maybe yeah. you'd want a super EMP. Dude, right. Asking too many questions now. I don't know. Asking there's a lot of things about that movie. <laughs> One other thing, Matrix talk, sure. is at the end of Matrix Reloaded, the big cliffhanger is that Neo uses his like superpowers to like destroy a sentinel in the real world. It's like, how is this happening? Are they in a matrix within a matrix? Is that going to be the twist of the next movie? What's going on? Matrix Revolutions begins. They go to the Oracle. Neo's like, what the fuck? How am I able to use my power? You know what she fucking says? She says, the powers of the one go beyond this world. Mm -hmm. And that's the explanation. This is the whole explanation. Uh, Anyway. That ties it off, Dustin. Speaking of spoiling movies for people. Yeah, it was. A, I mean, I feel like I've got a little bit of, uh, a little bit of leeway. time on your side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also, I don't know if that would make sense to anyone who hasn't seen it. Yeah, you should get on it now if you haven't seen it though. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I don't know. How do you guys feel? And I guess we can open up this conversation a little broadly. There's a new trailer out for the new one. I haven't seen it. I okay. Well, I won't say any details. I'm a little. I'm mixed on just the idea. How about that? Yes, well, absolutely. Part of me is just kind of sometimes like. It's maybe better to just leave things. Right. Let it be. I am very much of the same opinion. I don't want that movie to exist, but the fact that it does exist and will be out. You have to see it. I'm going to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. I, I'm betting too, not to get off topic too much, that that movie is going to do insane numbers because one, it's been two decades since the first one came out and yeah. so many more people have seen it by now and become yeah. fans. And two, Keanu Reeves is bigger now than he's ever been. And it's just going to, there's a third reason okay. I'm guessing this, will this be the, the most anticipated post COVID movie? I feel like this has more anticipation behind it behind than bond. Probably like this is, and now that the theaters are, are open, but bond was a little different because it was scheduled to come out during COVID and like and got, you know, delayed. Early and got right. delayed. This one wasn't ready. Yeah. It was still in production. Do you want to know nothing about it? Um, I would be okay knowing a little bit about it, but not a ton. One of my favorite parts, and I don't have any attachment to the matrix next to none. Like I said, I've watched all of them within the year. It's been only that long and I really enjoyed them all. And I really like Keanu Reeves, but as cool as Neo is my second favorite character very close, Morpheus. Morpheus. Why? Why well, is Morpheus gone in the new one? I don't give a fuck what the reason is. I don't care what... Pay the dude what he owes. 
you know, pay him whatever he needs, make it work inside the schedule. I just feel like as someone, maybe I just don't understand the entire world yeah, and the I whole appeal of it. Oh, really? He, so I don't consider this a spoiler because you'd have to look this up online. It's not connected to the movies. Uh, Morpheus is dead in Matrix lore what? because this is so stupid, but I learned this. It's, it's awesome. Like awesomely dumb. I learned, I looked this up. So there was an MMO for the Matrix called The Matrix Online. Yeah. And I played that. What was cool about it like was it was considered canon yeah. and stuff that was written in it was written by the Wachowskis, the directors of right. the film and the writers. And in The Matrix Online, Morpheus is killed. And that's how he dies is a really lame death in, an, in a dead MMO. Wow. So who knows? Maybe. Well, to my understanding, again, outside of the trailer, maybe I'm pretty the sure that resurrect him. he was confirmed to like the actor said something like he wasn't going to Lawrence maybe, Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne. Right. I don't know if he said anything that he's not in it. Who knows, though? With movies now like fucking Tobey Maguire and what's his face? They're giving the wink and the nod. Right. About. Yeah, I just Spider-Man. don't. I don't understand because. Morpheus was a huge part of every single movie, and I get that he died. But I feel like, I don't know, new guy looks a little bit like Morpheus. The trailer kind of reminded me a lot of Morpheus. I feel like if it's not the same, don't make it the same. I guess I need to see the movie. But it just is a little bit weird to me. I get that he died in some fucking MMO. I don't really care about that. It's so stupid, (laughs) I don't really give a fuck about that. (laughs) But like, yeah, man, just bring him back. He, he still has. Why, why can't they just pull a Disney and say it's not canon anymore? He still has a working relationship with Keanu. I mean, he was in all of his fucking John Wick movies, right? You know what I mean? Like, I know the guys around. Here's here's an idea. Maybe uh, Neo. You know, during the movie, he's like walking the street, and then suddenly, around the corner, Morpheus appears, uh, and then he he turns to trinity someone else some other iconic character and says but i thought morpheus died and they say somehow he returned and then they just leave it at that that'd be the classic disney move the way they could tie it is he can go back to the oracle and the oracle can just be like well sometimes your powers are (laughs) otherworldly otherworldly and then and and then that's it now he's back i could see it now um but now just very strange with uh, the why does the oracle live inside the matrix because she's a program yeah, but shouldn't isn't there some intelligence behind her? An intelligent program. Right. That's something that. I, but wouldn't the, wouldn't the program be working for the machines? Right. There's still. I've tried to like really get deep into Matrix lore. Mm-hmm. Some of it simply. I don't know. Maybe it does make sense, and I just haven't done enough research. But there's some things I'm like, this doesn't make sense. Yeah. yeah. But that's the problem. Is that really? Movies like this, you should just enjoy yes, and not yeah. uh, analyze yeah. too far. Well, Brandon just brought up John Wick, and of course there's a connection there with Keanu, but it's one of those movies that you should really just take all reason out of it and just watch the movie. But I will say that like, there's very few things in the John Wick movies where you're like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, there's things you're like, how could he survive that? But there's not much where you're like, that's stupid. That doesn't, that couldn't happen. Yeah. Aren't they going to do like three more John Wick? I think two more for sure. Two more for sure. Yeah. I think they are top tier action. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But I don't know how much more could be different with the action without it being like Fast and the Furious action. 
Well, I think we might get to that place. But what I love about the John Wick movies is that there is so much lore buried beneath, right beneath the surface. Right. That all you, you know, if you're just the average moviegoer, you're just going to see the action and like it. But if you really start thinking about the whole underground web of, of assassins and the hotel and the way that things work and the way that they're, uh, you know, when they give each other a token or whatever, right. like all that kind of stuff that's just like there right beneath the surface. It's really cool to like explore. Dude, the assassins lore in that movie is better than Assassin's Creed. That's absolutely true. <laughs> I don't. Okay. Is this a spoiler for John Wick? The very first, the whole concept. I don't like seeing the dog die. I yeah. get it. It's a, essential. Yeah. But it was very sad. It must make you feel, Dustin. It, oh, it has to. It must make because, you feel. Because, dude, and I feel like actually it was well done in that it was tasteful. It showed you, it made you just angry enough, but not too disgusted by what you saw. Right. That you're like, get him. Right. You know? That's right. Yeah, that reminds me. Out. I actually had a dream that uh, first died last oh night. My God. Not good. And Holly and oh my, my mom. Oh, my God. All three died in my dream. Oh, I woke up. Oh. In uh, with like fast heart rate, yeah. not pleasant. Yeah. Damn, dude. You ever wonder? Not, not that we have time to get into a conversation about dreams right now, but okay. whether your dreams, uh, whether your dreams make your body do things or your body makes you have weird dreams. Like, did you have a, a fast heart rate and that caused the fever in your head that created that dream of anxiety, or was the it did the anxiety or I'm sorry, did the uh, w the opposite, whatever I said first. Yeah. yeah. Dreams are interesting, and I think it depends per person, because mm -hmm. Holly will tell me about her dreams, and they don't make any sense. Right. Which I think is kind of ideal. Right. I sometimes have dreams that don't make sense, but more often than not, I find that my dreams are my brain running through potential scenarios yeah. and giving me a taste of what it would feel like. Right. right. Either like something really stressful or really bad. This is going to this is going to sound weird. I've had dreams where I've been in a situation where like like I'm trying to think this hasn't happened all the time. But I do remember this one instance where it's like I had this dream where I had the chance to cheat on Holly. And in my dream, I didn't do it. And I was like, oh, I've done, I've done that. Yeah. That's good. Because I'm guessing me. that my brain is like running through this potential scenario of like, oh, well, if someone was coming on to you strong, not literally coming, maybe, Ooh, maybe, but not in my dream, but someone was doing that. How would you react? Which it's funny because some people would be like, well, it was a dream. So this is your chance to just do whatever. But I'm like, well, I guess I'm I'm faithful in my <laughs> my dreams as hey, well. Dude, even dream daddy is faithful. That's what I like about That's you. That's right. Dog. You guys, we've talked about this before, I think. You guys can't, you, you don't lucid dream? No. I have like one or two times in my life. Yeah. It got to a point where I could not lucid dream. And that Whoa. was irritating. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, I would wake myself up all the right. time because I was like, I'm dreaming. And then I'd wake up. Yeah. But I, like when I remember being a kid and like, uh, by a kid, I mean, again, like early, early teens, early junior high or something. And like being in a store and just like, I was able to like freeze time in my dream and go around oh. and like poke people and stuff hmm. like stupid crap that, right. you know, but like, that's what a 12 year old thinks about. Yes. Yeah. I, I think that there's also something to be said for like your mental stability as far as dreams go. I feel like the further you get into mental anguish, the more your brain kind of just uh, tries to figure some shit out in your sleep. Yeah. Um, 
that's what I think of a lot of it is. It's just making sense of all these random synapses just firing at once. Mm-hmm. Um, have either one of you ever had sleep paralysis? Never. Yes, no. but only under what I understand the definition to be sleep paralysis. Yeah. Well, I honestly don't know what... Well, it hasn't happened to me in a few years now, but it. I think people have different forms of it or what I am thinking of is actually a whole different thing. Right. Some people have sleep paralysis where they are... Their mind is awake, but they cannot move their body That's at all. So basically, I, I woke up and was wide awake, which had never happens when I wake up. I'm usually pretty groggy for 10 or more minutes. Yeah. Uh, but I woke up and I was wide awake and I was just, and I don't remember if I just had a dream or not, but I was just staring at the ceiling and like I could look around, but I couldn't move anything. Whoa. And that didn't last very long, but it lasted long enough to freak me out. I, so mine is very different to the point where I don't know. I also could have had a pinched nerve. So Oh, damn. (laughs) I've had situations where I'll usually would happen if I was like, if if I fell asleep on the couch or something and my mind is like, it's time to wake up. It's time to wake up. And I couldn't, my mind was conscious enough to say like, wake up, but I couldn't do it to the point where it's like, I could feel myself trying to like shake my body awake. Have you ever dreamed about waking up stepping out of your bed going to the bathroom or whatever like i have lived entire days in dreams before yeah i've like woken up in my dream i've like gotten up gone to work done all my normal stuff whatever and then woken up for real and i felt tired from having worked that day even though i didn't damn yeah i i haven't gone that far to where it's been like an entire day but i've had it where I've had multiple layers of like, okay, now I'm awake and I'm getting up and going, you know, stepping into the bathroom, going downstairs. And then it's like, wait, I'm not actually awake. Let's do this again. Yeah. And it's like multiple yeah. times. Right. It's really weird. I've no. had dreams that lasted years. Whoa. Which is weird because I always wonder, like, when you have a dream, how long is it actually taking place in real time? Mm. Like, is my dream, is everything that's happening in my dream happening in 10 seconds on, on, in real life? And my brain's just processing it faster than that. But I've had dreams where I was like abandoned, like uh, in a plane crash and like almost like cast away or something. And like the dream lasted for years wow. and real life. I woke up like, you know, six hours later. Sounds like a fucking DMT, DMT trip to me, man. Dude, there were that's no little elves though. That's what it sounds there were like. No elves. That was like a nice. thing that Rogan said once that he knew someone that like had a DMT trip. And then when they awoke, they were like sobbing because they had like a wife and a family, an entire life yeah. that they lived during a DMT trip. And then they wake up and they're gone. That does. Uh, that doesn't sound appealing. Yeah. No, no, not at all. Scary shit. Yeah, definitely strange. I don't dream much. I usually just smoke it out of my system, but. Yeah. You smoke it out of your system? Yeah. Yeah. I usually don't hit REM sleep is what I'm saying. Yeah. So. I've always wondered if, uh, does smoking weed make you not sleep as well? Like, right. does the, is yep. the quality of your sleep not as good? I've heard the opposite. Yeah. Is it, I don't know, maybe it's the opposite. Yeah, I mean, maybe I've seen some stuff body. that, like, extensive use can, like, dampen how often you get into REM sleep. Mm. Specifically REM. Not to say you won't be sleeping. Right. Like you'll you'll sleep fine. Yeah. But like good quality sleep, it can affect that. Hmm. So frustrating. I've 
I'm sure everyone has this sometimes where you sleep and you don't wake up, nothing weird happens, but you wake up and you're like, mm, I did not sleep well. Yeah. And I have no idea why. So strange. I woke up this morning and my, the bottom side, if that makes any sense to the listeners, of my arm was numb and my whole hand was numb. I must have been sleeping on my arm weird or something. Yeah. But Dude. I was just like. That happens to me some days and I'm like, am I having a stroke? Yeah, I mean, I have had a stroke. I so know. And it, it, and it wasn't anything I, like that. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like I'm laying on my arm and it's not even necessarily weird in like a weird position. It's just like some of my arm will feel numb and like maybe two of my fingers. And I'm yeah. just like, is my body failing? Right. And it's weird. As I've gotten older, I've questioned my body more times than I ever have in the past two years. Right. Than I ever have. I mean, my hips are starting to hurt. My legs and my knees are hurting. It's just, it's weird. It's really, yeah. it's really weird. When you start talking about your hips, you know you're getting old. Yeah, I guess. Luckily, that's the one part of my body that isn't seem to be failing. <laughs> the one part of my body that's not constantly in pain. Yeah. I think it's also because I, I gained some sort of habit of standing very strangely many years ago where I crossed my legs. And you put and one like foot on top of your other? counterbalance my legs by making them cross each other. Yeah. Like I stand like that. And half of the time at my job, I'm standing. And I'll do without even thinking about it. And then I'll be standing like that for an hour. And then at the end of the hour, my knees are just like, hello, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing, my guy? Right. But it's just weird. I, I, I've been working on it. Like, I I need to get some fucking leg braces or something that'll force me <laughs> to stand straight and some fucking back braces come up. Brandon oh, gets fired because he was wearing Forrest Gump leg braces. To I'm, work. A, I'm yeah. apparently fucking 90 over here. <laughs> I had when I so I was at a concert on Friday seeing thrice in Baltimore, which was awesome for the first time when I was standing there for a long period of time, I was like, why is my one foot going numb? And I was like having to shift my weight in order to make yeah. my feet not go numb. Mm -hmm. Like that's, that has never happened to me. I don't know if my shoes are bad or yeah. something. Were you wearing Crocs? Yeah. That was the, that, yeah. at the thrice show. Yeah. <laughs> I was wearing Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. That's like, there probably was someone there wearing Crocs. It's just like, how is my body being pathetic today? How can we overcome In what this? ways? Yeah. 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 I've been having allergies the last couple of years and I never had them, had like any kind of symptoms before that. In the last couple of years, I don't know if there's something in my house or if just the cycle are, that nature is in right now for the last couple of years is messing with me. But Dude. And I know your body can change every so often. Yeah. But you just got to find what you're allergic to and overload your body with that. So that way yeah. it's all good, right? I think it's the air though. Oh, the air. Yeah. So I'm not sure. <laughs> Damn, dude. No breathing. Yeah. All right, dudes. I think that's going to wrap up HP After Dark. We got to rip a fat pod with Davey for the, H or for the HP podcast. Um, but we appreciate everybody listening. This is a pretty small show. It's kind of just our way to hang with each other. And hopefully you guys get some enjoyment from it as well. And frankly, if you don't, we don't really care because it's, again, just for us to talk about random shit for an hour every now and then uh if you're listening and you found this by accident or whatever we do have it is available a month early or actually you're just getting it a month late but it's a month early for members over on our patreon at the three dollar level and higher and uh that is over at patreon.com slash handsome phantom and if you are listening on time or early then we appreciate you we really appreciate you hanging out uh in the patreon and in the discord and all that good stuff and uh, hopefully this episode doesn't get deleted 
And uh, if it doesn't, we'll see you when you hear it. Thanks. See ya. Bye. Bye.